Hi, you've called Age. And Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine. Gritty conversations by smooth operators. You know what to do. What a beautiful day to sit in front of a mediocre face. (laughs) That's not very nice. It isn't very nice, but... It's also not very true. Thank you. Good save. Good save. Welcome back, everyone, to your latest instalment of your favourite app, The Catch-Up Call. That is right. We are Message on the Machine, and I'm sitting here with the lovely... H. And my name is Mitch. And excited to get into this one. You know, this week was just chaotic. It was. As you can probably tell, I might have given myself away already. We've really been through the trenches this (laughs) week. I'm not sounding my best. Fucking hell. We'll get to that in a second, but in true modern fashion, mm. Michi Poos, can you please kick me off with your latest Google for the week? Sure can, AG Poos. So, <laughs> that should Google- be totally our names for this app. <laughs> I think maybe not, but okay, cool. we'll circle, see. circle back. See what happens organically, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, my Google this week was actually Flatmates, and it was just a lazy Google because I was trying to reach a website called flatmates. Wow, seems pretty logical that that's... <laughs> yeah. The reason, though, for that is because one of the lovely ladies whom I live with... Yes. ...is flying the coop. She's had enough of your bullshit. Do you know, it's actually you that we have to blame for this because <laughs> she's had a couple of coaching sessions with you and decided to pack up her entire life with me and move <laughs> abroad. <laughs> she... She did. She did. So, look, I guess maybe I just brought to light the tragedy that, you know, her current life was living with you. <laughs> Regardless of that, mm. I'm now scrambling. Um, yes, yeah, so, so about that. <laughs> yeah, so thanks so much. Desperately, too, looking for a third to move into my lovely little cottage that we call home. Well, there you go. Well, what a better platform than to pop it on the airway. Oh, if you're desperately looking, slide into my DMs. And if you're circling back to this app, you know, later in life, mm. you know, the opportunity is probably gone. Cause, yeah, well. You know, it's gonna not going to be around for long. This is a live read. Snap up now. <laughs> That's it. Okay, so what's the market like at the moment? What are um, we seeing? I mean, it's always hard, isn't it? I'm a very specific personality, aren't I? So Yeah, difficult. <laughs> specific. You're not actually not difficult. You're just quite, um, I guess you're just quite flippant a bit. Like, you know, you're a bit of a high energy, like... I'm a Sagittarius. Yeah, you're very Sag energy. Which I hate to use my star sign to describe myself, <laughs> but the older I get, the more I realise it's pretty much a nail on the head. Sag seeking maybe another Sag. Yeah. You know. Or like the opposite of that. <laughs> it's a bit of balance. <laughs> I think two of me could be a bit much. Yeah, no one in that house would ever sleep. If no. I'm constantly drunk. Yeah, anyway, watch this space. <laughs> Tell me, Dal, what was your Google this week? I mean, look, sometimes, you know, well, I have confessed, obviously, to Googling gay porn before on this show. You have indeed. Yeah. Circle back to the ep with Louis Hansen if you uh, want to hear about that. <laughs> but, you know, in line with Pride, I guess, and this month, my Google this week was rhinestone body harness. <laughs> I wish I could say I was shocked. Rhinestone <laughs> Body harness. Yeah, good. Now, it's actually nothing to do with... You just provide no context (laughs) at this point. You're like, cool, so moving on to the next segment. Look, it's actually not anything to do with being gay. I mean, it kind of is. It was actually more... I think it could have something. (laughs) It was more to do with um, anyone who's playing catch-up. I am organising a bling-on-30 
themed birthday party for my 30th, which is mm. coming up in July. Yeah. And so it was just maybe, you know, just sussing out. I kind of have an outfit already being organized, but, you know, I just thought maybe do I attach a harness? Oh, some embellishments. Yes, yes. You know, like do I elevate with a rhinestone body harness on top <laughs> of my outfit? I think yes. Well, the answer is, in fact, no. Oh. Yeah, we've explored the option. Fuck my drag. (laughs) Yeah, no. It's not going to work. Okay. You know, the stylist, the designers, you know, we've consulted and, Mm -hmm. yeah, she said no. Oscar De La Renta said, not happening today, darling. Yeah, basically. Cool. (laughs) So, that's okay. That's me. Great. In front of Googles. (laughs) I can't wait to see what you end up in. Another thing I was Googling, Mm. which I'm excited to talk about. Yes. If you are playing catch up, then, God... What Thank e- God you're on the catch-up call. Perfect episode. But we have something very exciting that we just launched um, this week, which is the collaboration with the super fun... Super fun. Super club that we love. We are talking about Poof Doof. So... Yeah, Poof Doof X Message on the Machine collab. I know. Who would have thought? So we've launched a competition is we basically have. what's happening. It is a bit of a bumper. We're super pumped about it. Basically, the deets are win a VIP... All expenses paid, super exclusive, amazing, unbelievable, never before seen night at Poof Doof with us. Pretty much. So this is Poof Doof Melbourne or Poof Doof Sydney. So we're, you know, cross both states. <laughs> we do love to flip between the two, don't we? We don't discriminate, although we obviously have Melbourne's got a special place in our hearts. <laughs> yes. But yes, you're right. So basically the night is a night out for yourself and 10 friends, free entry, VIP line access, booth access, magnums of vodka, mm. me pouring that into your mouth. Absolutely. And you just trying to make it to the morning. Can you keep up with me? <laughs> come, and, come and test it out. Yeah, now. well, now's the time to find out, isn't it? I know. I've been training for this for weeks, as we've discussed on the show. We sure have. At length. But no, we're super excited. Along with that, though, the other part of this that's also super exciting is overall, this is about seven grand worth of prize pack as a total. So you've got the night out, but you've also got the prize pack that comes with it for you and 10 friends. So every one of your 10 friends receives the prize pack. We're talking Tinder subscriptions. We're talking bottles of wet bussy. We're talking prize packs from Poof Dove. The list goes on. It's one that you should enter. Yes. Immediately. That's right. So head to our Instagram because that's where the competition is running. It is at message on the machine. If you somehow don't know that yet, make sure that you get your entries in and we will see you at Poof Doof. See you with the magnum in your mouth. (laughs) Big wet bussy. (laughs) But before we party. Yes. Let's catch up. That's why we're here. Oh, well, I've missed you this week. You've been cooped up away. I have. How are you feeling? I'm feeling a lot better. Thank goodness. That's good. But... I did have COVID. Mm, And I thought that you might have given it to me, but turns out I just had some kind of super flu. Yeah, so we had one each this week. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's been an interesting week. So last weekend we were out and about, which I guess is how we got sick probably, to be fair. We had some of the boys down from Sydney, took them out for a night on the town. You've got a host, don't you? That's it. You know, they do it for us, we do it for them. It's just rude, really. Just love thy neighbour. That's right. So yeah, we headed out and then, yeah, we both really copped it this week, didn't we? Can I say, I thought that Tuesday was potentially going to be my last day on earth. (laughs) I was like, couldn't lift my head, like calling the priest, last rites, call my lawyer. This, my meager possessions (laughs) need to be all willed to you. (laughs) 
<laughs> Wait, they're not already willed to me? Oh, whoa. God, I haven't had time. I have heard on the grapevine that this superfood's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I've so. still obviously got the vocal remnants of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but your COVID, I think, if memory serves, wasn't that bad. Yeah. So this was the second time that I had it, which I think kind of makes sense. It's about six months ago since I had the first lot. Well, you're a pro now. You know, whatever. I was kind of, you know ticking away at that was going to come at some point. But I kind of thought like, oh, you know, yeah, that's going to hit again. But it just wasn't as bad as the first time. Beautiful. Do I understand the science behind it? No. Do I care to try and understand? Not really. I don't know if the scientists actually understand the science behind it. It was bizarre. Like, you know... All the symptoms, I didn't have any, like, fevers or anything like that. I had a bit of a sore throat. I was extremely tired. Mm -hmm. But besides that, that's honestly as bad as it got. So, yeah, I mean, between the two of us, you sound a little bit worse off. I did (sighs) message you at one point needing you to do some stuff for the podcast and you were like... I'm about to die. Fuck off. I don't think you were understanding how sick I was. And you were like, Mitch, you're really just not carrying the team here. I was like, Mitch, I'm waiting for things from you <laughs> and deadlines, mate. Yeah. And you well, were like, I'm really sick. <laughs> Full stop. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Full stop. My response was like, well, don't go out on the weekend. Don't care. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> you no. know that'll never happen. <laughs> but yeah. So we copped it this week. What else has been going on in your world? So, I did actually make it to the theatre this week. Okay. Mm. Just spreading that super flu around. Yeah, well, you know, once I was feeling a little bit better, um, had to go to a show, took mum to see Cinderella. Oh, great. Did we rate? I don't know (laughs) if I loved it. Okay. Um, But I just wanted to talk about how many gays work at the theatre. (laughs) It's a safe space. I felt like I was literally at Poof Like, you walk in and there's, like, this lovely trans girl who's, like, welcoming you and scanning your tickets. And then I reckon I walked past nine other gay ushers on my way to my <laughs> seat. <laughs> and then bought a chocked up from some gay guy. Oh, like, it's just like a little community hub. Literally. I was like, God, love. the toilets here must be busy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it kind of makes sense. We're all probably theatre kids at heart, you know, just trying to pick up a shift. Well, you indeed are. Trying to get a free... Well, everyone just wants a free show, probably. Yeah, so circling back to finding your gays, if you're getting desperate, the Regent Theatre, absolutely <laughs> chock-a-block. You can make some mates, go out for work <laughs> drinks in the city after, you know, watching Cinderella for the 800th time. <laughs> One day. Sometimes I think that about the people who work in the theatre, though. I'm like, imagine how many times they've seen this. Mm. Like, and how they can kind of, like, you know, when you see something so long, you know what's coming next, you probably know the next line. Like, yeah. I would totally be that person. I mean, and it would be, like, obviously great if you're watching a show that you really love. Mm. Imagine if you saw one the first time and you're like, oh, Imagine wasn't great. It had, like, really bad music, you know, something. Yeah. Like, oh, this fucking song again. Like, cool, I'm just going to be watching this for the next four months. So that's I'm, perfect. I'm that really annoying person who, if I know something off by heart, like, for example... Harry Potter's, I pretty much know them word for word. Like, Mm. I can't help but quote the dialogue during the movie. So you'd be the usher up the back just doing the full choreo. I'd basically be doing my own one-man show in the back (laughs) in the dark. Yeah, right. (laughs) Okay, cool. So theatre. Isn't it nice to take mum to the theatre? I actually used to have done that. I feel like that's like a real mum and me activity is to go see a show. Yeah, it's something we do quite often together. We should do a foursome. With our mums. Get the girls back out. We'll take them to the next best thing. Why not? Yeah, they'd love it. I wonder what's coming up. They're probably listening. Guys, we'll take you to the theatre. I've said it now in the podcast, so we have to. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Has to be done. So, I want to ask a question about you. Me? 
<laughs> which is weird because I've got so many people here to pick from. Yeah. However, you've been sort of circling around the fact that you've been courting one specific gentleman at a time. Oh, wow. We're really going just straight for that. Cards okay. on the table. You know the rules. Yeah. Not even a fucking five minutes in. <laughs> yes. How's that going? Yes. Yeah, so catching up here, I did let you guys in that I had gone on a date. Mm. I did share that it went, I it did happen, which was the first tick. Yeah, which has since snowballed into a fair few by my count. Yeah, look, it's definitely snowballed, um, but in a really good way. And it's, you know, I think anyone who's followed the journey of this show <laughs> knows that you and I are desperately single. I don't think desperate. I think we thrive single. I think it's just a fun way to say it. But, you know, I totally agree. Like, we've, we know how to do single really well. Mm. But I think... The vengeance. (laughs) There seems to be some potential change in the winds. Oh, God. Things are going from, like, maybe, like, you know, just dating because, like, I feel like it's the right thing to do to tick the box to, like, Mm. I actually am enjoying dating. So, Now, see, I don't know if I approve this (laughs) because I'm going to end up on an island. (laughs) Now, I just want to let you know you're still number one. I know. You know, I think that he is also quite aware of my situation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'll be there, like, we're going to the movies, me, you, and date. Perfect. That makes me feel great. <laughs> Did you notice that I've, since this has all been sort of unfolding, <laughs> really gathered a strong army of other single friends around me? Yeah, well, yes, I've noticed. Because it's something that I need to be prepared for. I have noticed. And I think I've also noticed myself being like, I'm still here. Yeah. I have now maybe one less night available to no, you. I've moved on already. <laughs> like, I don't fucking need you. So the other day, which was the night when I knew that you were going to seal the deal with the downstairs keys. Oh, the downstairs keys. <laughs> and you called me the next morning and I was obviously out with my single friends at brunch. Just letting you do your thing. <laughs> out with my single friends <laughs> at brunch. Go fuck Knowing yourself. that you were in the arms of some other man. <laughs> And you rang at me and I said to the table, oh, my husband just fucked his boyfriend. He wants to talk to me about it. (laughs) And I was like, whoever was sitting with me was like, God, I really hope someone walked past and heard that. It's like, if you know, you know, it makes total sense. Yeah. 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 How was that? She was good. (laughs) For the comments will be made. Yeah, right. Nothing more to say at this time. No, you know, protect his honour. Of course. Yeah. He's a good one. Unlike all the other toads that I've slammed <laughs> through the mud. Well, you've got to kiss a lot before you find your prince. On this show, I wish to keep his dignity with him. Fair enough. Yeah. For now. For now. <laughs> Until he fucks me over. No, we're not. Don't put that out there. We're not manifesting that. He's not capable of that. He's I'm too nice. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. Sure. So, yes, there is a new boy on the scene. Great for me. Other things I'm catching up with you guys about today is I have also bought a new car. Yeah, new Whip, my new Uber is what we're calling her. There was a previous episode where I talked about how my car was written off by this mystery trailer. (laughs) Case still unsolved. Case still unsolved. Don't know. Basically, the universe just was threw a trailer at my car. I was like, there you go. (laughs) Um, Deal with that. Yeah. And so can I just say the car market at the moment, if anyone's out there, it is a fucking dog eat dog. It's a zoo. Psychotic. Like, look, the guy selling me this car is also like, this Eastern European, really, like, strict to the point, like, yeah, very, right. like, 
down the line mm-hmm. gentleman, right? <laughs> the car's in great condition. Like oh, perfect. He's, yeah, he's, you know, it's immaculate. All those things are good. But the process of, like, getting the finance organised, and it's obviously taken a little bit longer. He was hounding me all week, being like, Adrian, I need the money. We need to settle now. And I was like, listen, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I love that you're any kind of European, German, Asian. (laughs) It's all the same accent. He was like, I'm getting offers for more money and I need to settle by end of the week. And I was like, okay, you know, really massaging that. I was like, totally get it. I promise I'm good for it. I was like, I've done all the paperwork. It's out Mm. of my control. I was calling the finance people. I was like, call this guy and put his mind at ease like... Very much had my recruiter negotiating hat on mm-hmm. to just appease him because there was like, he was like, reckons like six other people would come in offering him more cash than me. And uh, I was like, fuck off. Do you think that's true? Well, I don't know. But if not, he's, you know. He you kind of play on from him. Play like, on, exactly. He plays the game well. Yeah. Don't worry. I play, <laughs> I play harder. Guess who's got the car? <laughs> in my hot little fucking hand. God, I can't wait to go for a spin. Yeah. I'll pick you up after these. Nice. Oh, wait. <laughs> We're together. <laughs> So, yeah. Any other catch-ups from your side of the fence? I just want to talk about something that happened to me at work the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pranked. <laughs> I was fucking pranked. So, Thursday night, went out for dinner, went out for a few drinks after dinner, which turned into a big night out on the town. Oh, wow. That's so weird for you. I know, but it was a friend's birthday. And, oh, you know, was it? Yeah. Always something. Yep. Anyway, so <laughs> my work company policy is do whatever you want during the week. Just show up for work the next day. Okay, cool. Which I respond to. Yeah. Physically be here. Yeah. And you, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On occasion, obviously, you know, sure. don't push the limits. But <laughs> <laughs> So I um, showed up to work on the Friday. I was so hungover, like potentially still pissed. And my boss had caught wind of the fact that I had had a big night on Thursday. And instead of any kind of admonishment or uh, <laughs> reprimand, he decided just to fuck with me. <laughs> Okay, we like him. Yeah, so he's texted me while I'm on the way to work. I'm about 10 minutes late, so it's not a disaster. Okay. Saying, oh my God, we're really in the shit this time. You need to call me as soon as you get into the office. Fuck. And I was like, fuck, what's happened? Oh my God. Yeah. And so I show up at the office, call him. I'm on the phone. He's like, I feel sick about this. What have we done? And I was like, what's happened? He's like, didn't you see the email? Oh, anxiety what email especially after being on the piss like literally no he sends me this fake email (laughs) from a client that he's doctored saying that i've sent an a press ad to a magazine (laughs) with the words fuck this shit haha (laughs) in the copy and i was like oh my god how's this happened i'm freaking out for the copywriter thinking this poor guy's about to lose his job because he's just had a bad day and taken it out on some poor press ad. Oh. I'm like freaking out. The general manager's been brought in. She's involved. Everyone's telling me like, what do we do? What's happening? Oh and my then God. my boss just goes, I guess the moral of the story is, yeah, don't go and get fucked up on a Thursday night. Well, yeah, <laughs> I guess he's kind of got a fucking point. <laughs> for those who don't know, like... Mitch takes his work very seriously. I was like actually so that panicking. Is like the probably the worst thing you could ever do to if you. If I have a typo in an email, oh. I like need to take the day. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part was when he said that, I was so like out of it. I didn't even understand what he was saying. And I was like, why are we talking about my night last night? This is a serious issue. <laughs> fucking dumbass. And they were like, like go it's home. a joke, Mitch, it's a joke. 
Oh my God, how good. Anyway, so I recovered from that and I actually got quite a bit of work done. It really snapped me back that day. It's really shake you up. Yeah. Good for him though. Well done. It's good for um, company morale, I think. It's good to just scare the shit out of your employees every now (laughs) and then, you know? See, I love a prank. I think your attention to detail will just be on at all times, even more now. Yeah, I'll be looking extra hard for any fuck this shit in any future comms that go out. (laughs) It smells lovely in the studio today, Mitchell. Doesn't it? And the reason for that is thanks to this week's sponsor. So wait, it's you that smells so lovely? (laughs) Indeed it is. This week we are... Proudly sponsored by a gorgeous new cosmetic product, unlike anything I've seen before. Of course, we are naturally talking about Sophie Cosmetica and their perfume pens that are recent to the fragrance market. Absolutely. So this is hot off the press and we are kind of obsessed with them. First of all, because they're kind of our colours. Oh, on brand for Message on the Machine. So ticks for Sophie. It's a match made in heaven. Absolutely. So Sophie perfume pens are basically just like a pen thing that has a fragrance in it. I love pen things with fragrances in them. <laughs> They're the ideal, you know, on-the-go product. Carry your fragrance around all day. No spillage or leakage. Just whip it out of your bag, cap off, rub your wrist, and you're ready for the day. That's right. So they've got four unique fragrances to choose from. I personally have gravitated towards the orange yuzu. I think it's, um, you know quite reflective of my personality. (laughs) Well, I was going to say the same thing about Zesty Citrus because I'm just, you know, so spicy and fun. I was going to say because you're a bit of bitch. (laughs) That too. Best part is that they're made from beeswax. So it creates this nice gentle balm that kind of just glides on your skin. So it's like a nice... Easy application under that kind of sticky perfume fragrance. Mm. So if you'd like to check out Sophie and her gorgeous fragrance pen, Mm. please head to sophiecosmetica.com or at sophie.cosmetica on their IG. Mm, Smell beautiful for the rest of your life. (sighs) Love it. Let's plod right along then, shall we? Plodding along. Hello, I'm plodding along. (laughs) Okay. Away from our personal lives. Oh, thank God. To talk about my sex life. (laughs) Well, at least it's not lack thereof for once. I know. Isn't that just... Good for you. I'm proud of you. My boy's getting some dick. Yeah, the D. (laughs) Yeah, the boys. Yeah, the vitamin D. Anyway, so let's move on to matters of the world. The real stuff that really matters. The hard-hitting issues that have hit us hard. Who gives a fuck about my car? (laughs) Yeah. When there's bigger things going on. And speaking of bigger things, Mm -hmm. let's talk about Kim Kardashian's ass. (laughs) Now. Because this is something that is being discussed ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. (laughs) Is it ad or at nauseum? Ad. Great, I said it right. It's Latin, I think. Yeah, it's a gorgeous gorgeous word. I might call my daughter that. (laughs) This is my daughter ad nauseum. (laughs) It's a nice name. It's a nice name. It's Latin. It's unusual. <laughs> it's Latin. We're actually Latvian. Do they speak Latin? They don't speak no. Latin, that, do they? I wish Latin, Latin, the fact that the Latin language is just kind of like abolished a bit, kind of makes me want to learn it. It's a hard one to learn. Mm. Um, Can you speak pig Latin? S-Y-I-N-K. Great K. <laughs> That's okay. not it. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of the Ks. Yes. Kim. Mm. So she has obviously come under a lot of fire recently because she wore one very important dress mm. to one very important night. <sighs> I have mixed emotions on it. Yeah, I want to ask you what you think. So I'm a Kimmy K 
fan. Yeah. We know through that. Through and through. We know that. You know I love to keep up. Part of the K Club. Part of the huge K Club. The thing is... I want to know, I guess, who in the process, because I don't know if Kim Kardashian, can I say, as an individual, Mm -hmm. was sitting there being, putting her hand up, being like, I want to wear Marilyn's dress. I just don't foresee that. She's got such a big team of people. Her, every move that she makes is so thought out, Mm -hmm. especially a Met Gala appearance. Totally. That she didn't come up with that on her own. Mm Mm-hmm. Did she probably get the final approval and sign off? Yes. But someone in her team or a team of people have decided that that was potentially a good idea. And obviously she trusts these people. They're her... Of course. They're her crew, right? Which I get. So, like, in her mind, she's probably being fed a narrative of, like, you know, this is the right thing to do. This will be great. It'll be iconic. Iconic moment. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, somewhere along the way, she probably as an individual could have spoke up and been like, oh, maybe it's maybe we shouldn't touch that dress. Mm-hmm. But I guess if you've just been told that it's fine, why wouldn't you? You think it's an iconic thing. It fits the brief of Met Gala that year, for that year, which was like American, you know, history kind of vibe. Like, <sighs> yeah, it kind of made sense at the time. See, for me. Uh-huh. I'm removing even her team from the situation. I think the onus is completely on Ripley, yeah. who had this priceless artifact mm. that is honestly a piece of history. Yeah, it is. Like, and I know that that sounds dramatic to talk about a dress like that, but it's a work of art. It's also very steeped in a very important part of American culture. Yeah, it is. It is. Why would you say, yeah, let's just put it on some random bitch and let her walk <laughs> around the fucking Met steps in it? I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear also... A little bit of, like, I think the common sense thing is there is, like, this thing's so fucking old. Like, obviously, it's delicate. Obviously, it's, like, like if it was a new thing or, like, still an iconic piece from, like, something not as fragile, mm. probably fine. Because the risk there is much smaller. Like, you can't touch something from X amount of years. It's like going to fucking museum and just being like oh this mummification i'm just gonna pull that out and just have a de- like dance with it and bring it to my halloween party and pop it back like it's gonna crumble into pieces can't turn it into a lovely purse and bring it to the met gala like, oh i can't just bring tutankhamun's tomb with me <laughs> to something like that's old that yeah, shit's gonna break indeed like, i'm not a fucking archaeological expert to work <laughs> no, that out not. what like somewhere along the way someone's common sense was missed that like yeah. it's an old dress it's going into the body of someone who doesn't fit in it. Literally. What did you expect to happen? Also, why did Ripley even have it? It should be in, like, the Smithsonian or something. Like, yeah, it should be some. I think Ripley's is a bit tacky for Marilyn's dress to be. Fucking oath. Like, it's just like having Marilyn's dress at Holy Moly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> that's how... That's the interpretation I get. Maybe that's where it'll pop up next. You know, like the... Like, amazing things at, like, Phillip Island. Like, yeah. one of those... <laughs> You've got to hit your ball through the hoop skirt <laughs> yeah. to win a prize. One of those tourist spots. Yeah, I agree. I Look, I think not great because obviously now the point of this and why it's still getting so much airtime post-Met Gala is there's obviously a lot of footage coming out now of the dress being extremely damaged mm-hmm. um, in certain areas, like the strap on the shoulder. There's like a clear comparison between like post, you know, Kim wearing it and how it's torn. Mm. There's also like the back of the dress issue because of... The Brazilian butt lift bursting through. Well, yes, indeed. <laughs> Marilyn didn't have a Brazilian butt lift. Allegedly. That we know of. She was a bodacious woman. She was. So, yeah, look, I mean... A mistake was made. A mistake was made. Potentially many. All of that for, like, the fucking five minutes on the steps. Mm. Honestly, Kim, potentially also my other two cents on it, just to wrap Please. on the topic, is maybe even a bit lazy by the team. 
you have Met Gala, like you have every fucking person in the world at your fingertips mm. to create the most iconic look for you. And you like, wear something that's already made. Oh, don't want to do that. Just going to pick something that's already exists. Off like, the rack. That's kind of a bit lazy. Just I pop think. down to Ripley's and see what we can find. I understand the connection of like history, but also lazy a little bit. <laughs> like that's just, you know. Oh, you're unimpressed. Just pop into the op shop and just pick something <laughs> and wear it to my wedding day. No. Don't knock the op shops now, please. Mm. New topic before we get into a vicious argument. Oh, God, it was getting that way, wasn't it? Even though we're just agreeing with each other. <laughs> oh, no, I was referring to the op shops. Oh, uh, <laughs> right. Um, Queen Bee. Yes. As I jump back into Team Beehive, mm. just quickly on it, because we don't really know much about it, but no. new music. New music on the horizon. Huge for the girls. Mm-hmm. What's it called? It's called Renaissance. Yep. Or the album, I'm assuming, is going to be called Renaissance. Which indicates some kind of a rebirth. I think so. There's the some, Queen Bee. Yeah. There's some imagery that's come out. I think it was for, with Vogue that is like a bit of a promo shot. It does have that like Renaissance, like, you know, Mary Antoinette vibe situation. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> I um, love when you talk about history to me. Can you hear how sometimes I'm not sure of what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> Mary Antoinette. <laughs> From I the believe. Renaissance. <laughs> From the Renaissance era. Yep. Yep. Just putting down my Google. Yeah. No, right. Um, yeah. So exciting about that. Obviously, look, I'll be honest. When artists get to this point in their career, it's a real swing and a miss when they release new music. Mm-hmm. So Can be, yeah. So we're obviously really banding together mm-hmm. to hope that this is a fucking hit because... What you do know, you think Renaissance means in this context? Like, is, is there going to be a big change coming? Like, I'm hoping we get, like, an art pop album. <laughs> well, I don't know. It could be, like... I mean, a Renaissance kind of, like, like you know, maybe I do think of, like, Queens, like, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It could be, like, maybe she's getting back in touch with that, like, Queen Bee vibe, bringing back... I hope it's, like, a real R&B pop vibe to it and not too alternative because she does have the tendency to judge going on that road a little bit at times. Yep. I want to bring it back to a bit of old bit school. Yeah. Something we can play at the club. Potentially. Maybe she could do a disco album. That would be fucking That'd huge. be delicious. Tasty. <laughs> so, I want to talk to you now about something that might come as a little bit of a surprise... Um, to you. Nothing shocks me much these days, Dal. So the new Buzz Lightyear animated movie. Yeah. Can you hear the disappointment <laughs> in my voice? I hate this new animation that they're going with. Really? I miss Pixar. Well, it's Pixar. Yeah, but it doesn't look like Buzz. Okay. So <laughs> the reason I'm talking about it yeah. is because bringing it back to what we care about, mm. there's a same-sex kiss in this animated film. Get fucked. I'm... Couldn't even get fucked if I tried. Fucking slay the house down boots, Buzz. Literally missing mama. <laughs> so Buzz isn't gay. Damn it. I know. That'd be such a win. Him and Woody. It's very like you and me. Yeah. Tall, lanky, sort of <laughs> cowboy. <laughs> Pull my string at the back and listen to me talk. Yeah. And <laughs> shut up. Yeah. And you yeah. delusional. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there is, there's lesbian characters. Fuck yeah. And they apparently like have a patch. They scissor. They <laughs> They have a full, like, toy-on-toy scissor in the middle of this animated feature. How educational for young children. Yes, exactly. They've got to learn somewhere. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to talk about it because it's been a slog, apparently, to get this kiss into this film. Approved, yeah, because... Disney, I know for a fact, because they go worldwide, there's obviously certain countries that that's controversial in, so it's hard for them to get approval for stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So Disney is quite famous, as you kind of said then, for gay erasure. Mm. They avoid 
touching on anything gay at any point because of these countries that will cancel them. Yeah. They tried to remove this kiss from this movie. Disney did? Yes. Okay. However, it was a joint production between Disney and Pixar, and Pixar wrote an open letter to Disney being like, basically, how dare you? This has to be in this film. Fuck yeah. Isn't that so beautiful? Fucking gay intern was working hard that day. (laughs) Absolutely. Pixar, he was like, absolutely not. And so Pixar, who I think is still owned by Disney, so I'm not really sure how that all works from a business perspective, but they've fought Goliath as David and won. And the movie has a gay kiss and has now been banned in like 20 countries. Which is like, you know, they knew that would happen, I guess. Honestly, keep your money. who cares? You know why? Because for all the other countries that are going to see it and what that's going to do for those young kids watching that, like that is exactly the representation that we need. Yep. And worth every penny lost to help some young kids who are going to see that. Absolutely. We need more lesbians in this world. Bring on the dykes. Bring on the dykes. Some things are more important than a dollar, and that's a dike. Bring on the bikes. <laughs> and the dikes. Yeah, cool. That's great. Yeah, so I just thought that'd be a nice thing to touch on. Yeah. Go buzz. S- speaking of dikes. Sure. Or the lesbians, as we respectfully call them. Love you, <laughs> love the girls. Yeah. Love, love your work. So, something happened recently with a very beloved Australian actress, Miss mm-hmm. Rebel Wilson. Yes. Rebel without a cause. Wow. Or with a cause this week. <sighs> Do you want to sort of scale back a little bit as to like what really went on? <laughs> sure. So basically someone from the Sydney Morning Herald, I'm not going to name him because I don't want to give him the airtime on this enormously successful podcast. However... We don't he, talk about wankers. No. <laughs> he's somehow gotten a tip that mm. Rebel Wilson is in a lesbian relationship. Right. He's also gay, by the way. So oh. talk about infighting. Oh. Talk about not loving thy sister. Mm. He's cancelled from the group. He's off the Christmas list. Yep. He's no longer allowed at Pride. He will not be receiving a dildo in the mail <laughs> this holiday season. <laughs> Zero Christmas dildo cheer. Yeah. He's messaged her in some form and said, I'm going to give you two days to respond to this article that I'm about to write about you being a lesbian. Otherwise, I'm just going to publish it anyway. <sighs> Isn't that just fucking wild. It's just like brazen. It's fucking cunty is what it is. Like, and I just don't think that he read the room really. Like, how did you think that would go for you? I think the part that irks me the most is that he's from the community. Yeah. If he wasn't from the community, still bad, obviously. But I think there's just this like, where do you get off? Mm. How, where, there's a disconnect there. Like, totally. It just makes no sense. And I also think, like, knowing Rebel Wilson, as, you know, we obviously do. Yeah. She has, like, sued so many publications in the past for, like, talking about her age or her weight Weight, or her real name. Like, she's not going to respond to you and be like, oh, thanks so much for the heads up. Here's my quote that you can use in your article. Go and out me. Literally, please do. So she's completely taken back her power, as any great lesbian would, and just outed herself and said, fuck this guy. And then he got fucked. Good. The trash takes itself out. I just think, you know, and it's a really ugly thing that as much as we'd like to say it doesn't happen, I still think that there is a bit of toxicity within our own community. Totally. And it comes down to, you know, a lot of people at the end of the day, and we've said this before on this show, a shit person's a shit person Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter what their sexuality is. Gay, straight or otherwise. Totally. And that kind of behaviour is just 
not on, obviously, for so many obvious reasons. Coming out is your own personal story, your own personal journey, and your own personal right to do whatever you want with that information and say it in the way that you want. And unfortunately, it does happen where people get that taken away from them for whatever reason. And if you're listening and there's any inkling of that ever potentially popping up or being something that happens in your life where you're in that situation, respect the other person's privacy. 100%. Obviously. Obviously. I shouldn't even need to say that. But no. Yeah. But I'm glad you have. Rant over. That being said, mm. welcome Rebel to the club. Can't <laughs> wait to see you at Well Pride. Rebel, we are so happy to have you. I want you leading the charge and the dykes on bikes. <laughs> And then come out. Hopefully she knows how to ride a bike. Otherwise, we're all screwed. They'll teach her. We should get her on the show. We should. Oh, make that happen. Okay, I'll call her now. <laughs> well, while you're giving Rebel a buzz, yeah. I might just quickly wrap up this app for us. Oh, you've had enough. <laughs> well, you know, Fast Game's a good game. I've caught up. <laughs> good to see you. Got things to do, obviously. Go take a codril and lie down. <laughs> If this is the first time that you're listening to us, make sure that you hit follow or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Obviously, leave us a rating on Apple or Spotify. And if you're on Apple, leave us a review as well so we know how we're doing. Yeah, feedback's really welcomed. Um, And while you're there, jump over to our socials. It's at Message on the Machine on Instagram. We've got the amazing competition running at the moment with Poofdorf. We do. Enter, enter, enter. You can enter as many times as you like. You and 10 friends, spread it wide and far. It's going to be the night of your life. Over $7,000 worth of prizes. I repeat, $7,000 worth of prizes prize pack. It's unbelievable. For you and 10 mates. Hopefully you've got 10 mates. I don't know if I'd have to be able to <laughs> find 10 thinking, mates. thinking, God, rustling up 10 people. That's fine. We'll just grab some people off the street on the night. If we, we could, we could bring a few. Yeah. Rent a mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a business idea. Uh, but no, we'll be there. We're excited to have a drink with you guys. So into the comp. And on that note, good luck out there. Yeah, we'll see you at the next one. This episode is brought to you by Sophie Cosmetica. 